ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونتوب اليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه وخليله وامينه على وحي ومبلغ الناس شرعي فصلوات الله وسلامه على اله وصحبه اجمعين اما بعد ايها المؤمنون عباد الله اتقوا الله تعالى فان من اتقى الله وقاه وارشده الى خير امور دينه ودنياه وتقوى الله عمل بطاعه الله على نور من الله رجا ثواب الله وترك لمعصيه الله على نور من الله خيفه عذاب الله ما بلافد برادرز اند سيسترز ان اسلام افتر بريزين الله سبحانه وتعالى and after passing salutations upon our illustrious leader Muhammad ibn Abdullah salawatullahi wa salamuhu alayhi upon his family upon his friends and upon all those who try to emulate him until the end of time i bear witness that there is no ilah except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and none has the right to be worshiped except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the final messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, the Quran is a book which is sent down to mankind as a guidance. And in this book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we find that this is a book that there are many lessons and it is a guidance that is there to guide us not just on one topic or two topics but rather the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has been sent down to mankind as a guidance and a message for each and sing each and every single human being for each and every single situation that we might find ourselves in my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam we have come and we have seen whether it is on the media whether it is in a private gathering but every single person whether it is young whether it is old but everyone is speaking about the coronavirus everyone whether you speak to kids in the madrasa they are speaking about this virus whether you're speaking to older people whether it's over the supper table over the lunch table but everyone is speaking about this virus and i am not standing here today we are going to not look at statistics we are not going to look at what's happening in this country what's happening in that country but rather we are going to look at what is the Quranic approach? What is the prophetic approach to this virus? As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, Inna hadha al-Quran yahdi lillati hiya aqwa. That indeed this Quran, 
indeed the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the book that guides to that which is most just and that which is correct. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, there is no other book on the face of this dunya that is going to guide us to that which is correct than other than the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is why Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on many occasions when he spoke he would start off his speech by saying فَإِنَّ أَصْدَقَ الْحَدِيثِ كِتَابُ اللَّهِ That indeed the most truthful of speeches is that speech of Allah which is the Qur'an. And my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, of the first lessons and the first advices that the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives mankind with regards to viruses, with regards to issues that takes place in one's life, is that any musibah, that any difficulty, any calamity, it comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, كُلَّيْ يُصِيبَنَا that say nothing shall ever happen illa ma kataballahu lana except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordained this for us. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, no virus, no sickness, nothing bad, nothing good will affect us Except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordained this, that it needs to happen. This is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Huwa mawlana. And he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is our mawla. He is our lord. He is our helper. He is our protector. And... In Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, let the believers put their trust. We don't put our trust, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, in anything else but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And again, nothing is going to afflict us except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has written it for us. And this brings us to the concept of what? Of Qada and Qadr. Divine decree and predestination, it is in the yad of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That nothing is going to afflict me except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants something to happen to me. And nothing is going to stay away from me except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants something to stay away from me. The next important point is that a Muslim, a believer needs to believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the remover of all harm. Any harm, any difficulty, 
is removed only by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet peace be Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says to us, that is not he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that it is not Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who responds to the distressed one. Someone is in distress. Someone is going through a difficulty. Whether it's a sickness, whether he's trying to get a job, whether he's lost some wealth, whatever it might be, but he's going through a particular difficulty. And when he calls out, and it is he who removes the evil, who is this he? It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He makes you the inheritors of the earth Generations after generations Is there any ilah with Allah? Is there any God with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So when you call out When you are in distress When you are going through any difficulty We see the world is going through chaos Countries have closed their borders. They are not allowing people to come in. They are not allowing people to leave. Certain organizations they have closed. They have stopped their classes. Certain universities have closed down. Students are on lockdown. But at the end of the day, when this virus just came out, under this verse you will find that certain people following certain groups and certain ideologies. They went to shrines. They went to certain pious people to see if they can assist them. And know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is clear. Know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says and He makes it clear in the Quran that it is He, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that removes the stress. It is He, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that calls out the call when a caller calls out. No pious person, no saint is going to help you except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, Say, O Muhammad, Call unto those besides him whom you pretend to be gods. They have neither the power to remove any adversity from you, nor even to shift it from you to another person. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And if Allah touches you with harm, then none can remove it but he. And if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala touches you with good, then none will be able to do anything to you. This is who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. And the third point, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, when we are suffering, when we are going through trials and tribulations, when the whole world is looking and they are moving from pillar to post because of a virus, 
that no human being can see with the eye, that is causing so much harm, then we need to realize that we need to put our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alaysa Allahu bikafin abdahu? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he poses the question and he asks, is not Allah sufficient for his slave? That is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not sufficient for us. وَمَنْ يَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ فَهُوَ حَسْبُهُ And whomsoever puts his trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then he will suffice him. This is who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. If we are going through any difficulty, whether it's a virus, whether you're going through some form of sickness, whatever it might be, put your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَمَنْ يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجَةً And whosoever puts his trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala most definitely will open a way for you. وَيَرْزُقُهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ And know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He will sustain you in ways that you don't even imagine. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, the Prophet, peace be upon him, he said, إِذَا خَرَجَ رَجُلُ He said that when a man leaves his house and he says, بِسْمِ اللَّهِ تَوَكَّلْتُ عَلَى اللَّهِ That he says, in the name of Allah, I trust in Allah. لَا حَوْلَ وَلَا قُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ There is no might and there is no power. But in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then the following will be said to him at that time. That indeed you are guided, you are defended and you are protected. In a time my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam. When even, when even our own communities. They have forgotten the Quranic advices. They have forgotten the prophetic teachings. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. he informs us and he says that when anyone leaves his home, let him say that in the name of Allah, I trust in Allah. I do not trust in anything else but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is no might, la hawla wa la quwwata. Sometimes this has become lip service. That when we read the adhkar, when we read the prophetic adhkars, when we read this, then it's just become lip service. We just tend to rattle this off. But what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually mean? La hawla, that there is no might, wala quwwata, and there is no power except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That if every person from the time of Adam alayhi salam, had to gather until the last person to walk on the face of the earth. And they were to try to gather and harm you. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has written that no harm will afflict you. Then know that no harm will afflict you. And if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if he does the opposite, that there is going to be such that a harm will afflict you. 
even if the whole world tries to gather from the time of Adam salam until the last person to walk on this dunya and they try to prevent harm then know that harm is going to afflict you this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam the fourth guidance that we take from the Quran at a time of affliction at a time of difficulty is the concept of dua the Prophet sallallahu subhanahu wa ta'ala he informs us in the Quran in various places that when you call out call unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he informs mankind and he says وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِ أَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبُ أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّاعِ إِذَا دَعَانِ فَلْيَسْتَجِيبُوا لِي وَلْيُؤْمِنُوا بِي لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْشَدُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِ And let us look Let us look at Surah Al-Baqarah If one opens the second juz You will see the Jews they came to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and they asked Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam various questions. Yasalunaka anil mahid, yasalunaka anil ahilla, yasalunaka anil kitab. About 12 or 13 different questions was asked to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and they asked him about the sacred months and they asked him about menstruation and they asked him about khamar and they asked him about this and they asked him about that. But when it came to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, now we see that the seerah has changed. Now we see that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not say, for example, yas'alunaka anil ahillah, kul hiya mawaqi. He does not say when they ask you about the moon, then say, O Muhammad. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ ibadi." And when my slave asks, then say to my slave that I am close to him. Ujibu That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he answers the call of the caller. No wali or no saint or no sahibul qabr, inhabitant of a grave, is going to be able to answer you except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam with regards to, to dua he said that indeed dua is ibadah inna dua huwa al-ibadah kama qala alayhi salatu wasallam the prophet peace be upon him he said that indeed invoking allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is ibadah this is a form of worship so call unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at a time of trials and tribulation at a time when the world is going through hardship now is the time to increase in dua and to increase in istighfar فَقُلْتُ اسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ إِنَّهُ كَانَ غَفَّارًا يُرْسِلِ السَّمَاءَ عَلَيْكُمْ مِدْرَارًا وَيُمْدِدْكُمْ بِأَمْوَالٍ وَبَنِينَ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ جَنَّاتٍ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ أَنْهَارًا فَقُلْتُ اسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ and seek the forgiveness of your Lord and 
Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for istighfar. The Prophet, peace be upon him, who was khayru khalq wa akramir rusul. He was the best of creation. He was the most noble of prophets. And on top of all of this, he was ma'asum, he was sinless. But yet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as we find the ahadith in Sahih Bukhari and the Sahih Muslim, that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he would make istighfar up to 100 times a day. As what? As a lesson for the generations to come afterwards. That seek the forgiveness of your Lord. As Allah says, فَقُلْتُ اسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ إِنَّهُ كَانَ غَفَّارًا That indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is the one that forgives. And if you make istighfar, what is going to happen? يُرْسِلِ السَّمَاءَ عَلَيْكُمْ مِدَرَارًا Then know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to send down rain. We suffered from drought. People were crying there was no water. And the ulama, what do they say? Based on this verse, go back and make istighfar. For istighfar is going to be a means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to send down the rain. And istighfar is going to be a means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to grant you children. And istighfar and making tawbah is going to be a means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you gardens and is going to give you paradise. (coughs) My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, never underestimate istighfar and never underestimate the value of dua. Wake up in the third part of the night when everyone is asleep and Rabbul Alameen, Allah Azza wa Jal, as the Prophet peace be upon him says, that Allah descends to the Sama'ud Dunya, the third part of the night. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is looking at his slaves and he's posing the question, who of my slaves is there? That will ask me and but that I will give them. Who of my slaves is there? That is seeking my istighfar. That is seeking my forgiveness. But that I will forgive them. Now is the time. We are complaining that we are going through difficulties. That is a virus. And that many people are ill. And many people are dying. Now is the time to turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, the Prophet, peace be upon him, he informs us and he says, Ajabal li amri mu'min. He says that how wonderful is the case of a believer. There is good for him in everything. And this applies only to a believer. This is only for the one that believes in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this cuts out the kafir. This cuts out the mushrik. This is specifically for a believer. That there is good for him in everything. And this only applies to a believer. If prosperity attends him, he expresses gratitude. If good happens to him, he thanks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is at ease. He is pleased with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And know that this is good for him. And if something bad falls him, if adversity, if it befalls him, then know that he endures this patiently. 
and know that this is better for him. This, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, is how a Muslim should be. This is how we should be. That at the time of difficulty, at the time of tests and trials, that we turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. أقول هذا قول واستغفروا الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروا إنه هو الغفور الرحيم. الحمد لله كثيرا وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد أيها المؤمنون اتقوا الله تعالى My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and our last guidance that we want to look at which is of the most important guidance from the Quran and that is when some when we are afflicted with sickness. Go back to the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and recite the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wanunazilu min al Qur'ani mahua shifa. And know that the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Qur'an, know that this is a cure. Know that the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that this is indeed a cure for any sickness. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, وَإِذَا مَرِدْتُ فَهُوَ يَشْفِينَ And when I am ill, then it is he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that cures. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he informed us and he taught us a dua, Allahumma rabban nas, adhib al-ba's, ishfi anta shafi, la shifa'a illa shifa'u, shifa'a la yughadiru sakuma. O Allah, the Lord of mankind, remove this disease and cure Right? So we also make this dua when we go visit the sick. So cure him or her. Because indeed you are the great curer. No one else can cure except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is no cure but through you. Which leaves behind no disease. Whatever sickness. Whether it's a headache. Whether it's a foot pain. Whatever you are going through. Turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hada wa sallu wa sallimu ra'akum Allah. Ala Muhammad ibn Abdullah. Kama amarakum Allah bithalika fi kitabihi faqal. Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala al-nabi. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. Wa qala sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Man salla alayya salatan sallallahu alayhi biha ashra. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad. Kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim. Innaka hamidun majid. Wa barik ala Muhammad wa على آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم الآلمين إنك حميد مجيد وارض اللهم عن الخلفاء الراشدين الأئمة المهديين أبو بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وبقية السحابة وتابعين وتابعين بإحسان إلى يوم الدين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين وأذل بدع ومبتدعين يا مولانا يا رب العالمين ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا و